I'm Na. And I'm Nicole. And this is 20 and Some Change. On this episode, we're talking about relationships from two perspectives. One 20-something who's never been in one and one who's had her fair share of them. What qualities do we look for in a partner? What gives us the ick? Is being in a relationship even necessary? If you're in a long-distance relationship, we've got the perfect podcast for you. Abe and Elaine Romero started a podcast called Love is in the Air. Please check out their page and listen to their podcast for support if you are in a long-distance relationship or marriage. All right, so today we're giving you guys two different perspectives. On one hand, we have me, who's never been in a real relationship. And me, who's been in her fair share. Since now that you've been in a couple relationships, would you say that you know what you're looking for in a partner? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's pump the brakes, okay? <laughs> Let me remind you. <laughs> I'm only 23, okay? Mm-hmm. Sure. I've been in some good relationships. I've been in some bad relationships. But I don't think I could possibly know exactly what I need not want Mm -hmm. like I have an idea of what I want and mainly it's it's kind of weird when I write it down on a piece of paper oh you're manifesting this partner to come up (laughs) okay (laughs) I'm not gonna lie yes I have I've I've written it down Mm -hmm. but the weird thing is I realized that this person that I was writing down was actually all of the qualities that I want to have in myself. So after writing it down, I really didn't know if that was my perfect partner. Like, I don't know if it should be someone that mirrors me completely. I don't know if that's exactly going to be a perfect relationship. Mm -hmm. But I guess you could say I, I have an idea But who really knows? Because once you get it, once you get this person, you are automatically in that lovey-dovey stage. And you're just like, oh my gosh, everything about them is bomb. You know? No, I'm I'm playing. (laughs) And you're just looking into the future. You're so excited. And I think that's what sets me up for failure. Like, I need to chill out, just ride out the present, and just enjoy the process instead of picturing what the future will be like because I'm wasting time that way. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not truly in the moment enjoying my person for who they are. I feel like from an outsider's view, like if I didn't know you, I would think, oh, she's cold hearted or like that, you know, you're picky. But when I do see you in love, I know all the things that, you know, you do for your partner. So it's really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I think I play the hard to get. And I don't mean to do it, but it's like, I don't know if this person's serious. I don't need you to waste my time. Like, you'll show me if you want me. I'm all, and I think that's the acts of service side. Like, 
no, if if you're really about it, you'll be about it. Mm -hmm. And so that's really where I'm coming from. And then, of course, when I when I come to that conclusion and I realize that this person is being serious, that's when I open up and I'm like, okay, let's see where this will go. But instead of seeing where it goes, I'm like all the way in the future, like five years from now, like it's hard. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you notice as someone who's been in a couple failed talking stages? What stops it? Why doesn't it go any further? Sometimes it's me and sometimes it's the guy who I guess either loses interest or he just goes back to the streets, whichever, <laughs> right? But for me, I'll sometimes I just lose interest or I'll get an ick. An ick. An ick. So like, you know, those things that just turn you off about a person. Mm. And one of my icks is just when guys just have that toxic masculinity or they feel like they always need to show out. I hate that. I think it's so, ugh, like, why do you need to be so loud for? Like, why do you need to prove yourself so much? Okay, so they have kind of like a big ego. Yeah, and it's like, tone it down. Okay, so like, they're loud they are they wearing like expensive clothing like what is it I think it's just like their demeanor because I don't mean like loud in like a fun funny way I mean like if you're loud and rude or loud and obnoxious that's just such a turnoff because it's like why why do you feel the need to act that way you know mm -hmm. and then some guys they just I can already tell off the bat like we don't connect on that emotional or mental level I guess you could say because I could tell in the conversations and for me that's a big thing like I need to be able to have a deep conversation with you that's one of my things and if I can't it's just like what are we doing what are, what we, are doing? we doing <laughs> you know like if I wanted small talk I'll go to someone at the store you know like yeah, no, I think that's something so major. And I don't know, I feel like maybe it's our age, like dating in our 20s. Mm -hmm. It's kind of rough because I feel like, okay, we're entering that pseudo adult stage and we're like trying mm -hmm. to figure everything out. And I don't know, I think it was maybe that high school mentality to be really aloof and cool mm -hmm. and the boys didn't have to talk, right? They just had to look cute and like side eye us. And that would literally be that it. little nod. Yeah. And so now we're at the stage where it's like, no, like we actually want to hear what's in that noggin. Exactly. Like, what are you telling me? And it's like, just crickets. <laughs> crickets. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, or even just a guy who isn't self-aware or doesn't bother to keep up what's happening in the world. Okay, so that's that side of that failing relationship is kind of like those qualities and traits in that person. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of navigate and see whether or not you like that person right through whether or not those traits come up but you said that sometimes it can be you what does that look like 
So for me, it's kind of what I mentioned earlier with how if I just feel that, you know, we don't connect on that emotional or mental level, which isn't a bad thing because, you know, we can still be friends, but I just, I can't be romantic with someone who doesn't connect with me emotionally or mentally. But I like what you said about the friends thing. I think it would be way easier because Nicole and I, we mainly date men. So a big thing that I keep seeing is none of these men like to be friends with you. It's like, it's either you're ready and willing to be committed or, you know, you're trying to get in the sheets with them or nothing. Like exactly. It cannot be anything else. And I think that's something that I struggle with because I want to get to know you. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of dudes who we could have been cool ass friends. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. you fucking ruined it. Or I hate when, you know, you're really vibing with a dude and you're like, wow, like, you know, you're a good friend, but they ruin it and they take that friendliness for, oh, you know, now I got her. Now we can move it up. And no, we can't. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's very, because I think you and I both only have a total of two male friends. It's like a platonic real ass friendship. Mm -hmm. But I think it's interesting because if you look at male and male relationships, if we're sticking with the gender binary, you will see that they mainly have like surface level friendships. Mm -hmm. I agree. mm -hmm, Where it doesn't go too deep. It's just like someone you hang out with, someone you joke with, and that's about it. And it's not all men, but maybe it's the men that we're around that it tends to be like that. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at female and female relationships, it's it tends to be much more than that. Right. They tend to be more intimate. Way more intimate. And so when you get a male and female relationship and the male isn't used to that level of intimacy on a platonic level, they automatically think, oh. Mm-hmm. I've got her. She's she's liking what I'm giving her. Right. Home they, run. <laughs> right. And they automatically think that, okay, this is going to turn into something romantic. When really, it's like, no. Right. Like, like no cues were given. Mm-hmm. We're just chopping it up. Right. Like, but you know, another thing that I keep seeing. What? Well, I guess you could say I've been seeing the classic let me take you to Twin Peaks and smoke you out. If you're from the Bay, you know that's the ultimate date, especially for a first date. And if you don't smoke, that's when guys actually have to try. So Right. But I think that that is so weak. Like, And that's really the bar that's been set. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean to be like, Oh, all men suck because they definitely don't. Right. I've met some wonderful men who have piqued my interest, were emotionally intelligent, and could hold a wonderful conversation. But those are gems. And unfortunately, when you get a gem like that, you want to hold on to it. But it's like, man, if we don't vibe, we don't vibe. Mm-hmm. And I think personally, I just cling on to that. If I get a good person, I'm just like, no, 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 I'm enjoying this. Like, I don't want to let go, even though it's turning sour. Mm. But what makes it turn sour? Okay, a major one, I think it's lack of communication. 
And one thing that I'm trying to break and that I have a real problem with, I give back the same energy. If someone I'm entertaining is giving me the bare minimum, I'll give you the bare minimum if that. And so that follows with communication. So if someone's not texting me back, all right, fuck you. I'm I'm giving you one word of replies and that's that on that. And I think that's where it fails. Like, obviously, that's where it fails. But it's always at lack of communication. Because I'm not afraid to tell you, like, oh, I'm not into you. But I'll I'll wait it out. And I'll see what happens. Because it, it goes back to the idea of, well, if you're about it, be about it. So I'm waiting for you to actually say something and let me know. But if it never reaches that, I'm just going to be like, okay, twos, bye. And just do my own thing. Mm-hmm. So like when it gets to that stage, that last sour, bitter stage, it's just kind of, you know, either we're fighting, we're bickering, um, you know, we're just being really disagreeable. We're not really enjoying each other's company anymore. The quality of time sucks. Acts of service has diminished. There are no words of affirmation. Like, you know what I mean? It's just kind of dead. And it's like, okay, what's the point? We're back we're back at square zero because I don't even know you. Yeah. And so being in a relationship just takes so much energy because from what you're describing to me, it's just a lot, you know, energy that you're giving out energy that you're not receiving. And it could all just be a lot, which obviously, you know, relationships are work. There's no easy relationship. You have to put in the work to maintain one. Okay, but wait, wait, wait. I don't mean to say this and be like, all the relationships I've had were terrible. Like, when it's good, it's amazing. But when it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But when it's good, like, you're just in sync. You're happy. All you want to do is be with that person. It's just easy. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just effortless. Yes. Okay, so Nicole, you've been single for my whole life. (laughs) All right. What do you look for in a partner? I think even though I haven't been in a quote unquote real relationship, that I still know what I want from whether that's from like these failed talking stages or like what I see, like, you know, friends and family go through and I'm like, ooh, I don't want that. But for me, I guess the top qualities that I look for in a partner are in no order that he's family oriented because that's a big thing for me. I'm really close to my family. So I would also like to be close to my partner's family and vice versa. And then they have to be funny because, you know, And then just we need to have that balance of where we can be funny and still connect on that deeper emotional and mental level. So I think those would be, I guess, my top qualities that I look for in a partner. Mm -hmm. At the point that we're at right now in our life, do you think it's worth it to be in a relationship? Do you think it's a positive thing for us? Well, I think love is great. You know, like I love seeing people who are happily in love and like in amazing relationships. A lot of my friends are in really loving relationships and I love that for them. 
But I think it just depends on the person. Even though I've been single, that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm necessarily lonely or that I'm even looking, you know, because I feel like some people think that you need to be in a relationship. And if you're not, then something's wrong with you when that's not the case. You know, people are single for a reason. Like, I personally am not actively looking. I give out so much energy to the people who are already in my life. That's why I don't really feel that lonely, I guess you could say, because I'm still surrounded by love. So I don't think we necessarily need to be in a relationship at this point in our lives, especially like throughout the pandemic, who really has time for that? A lot of our energy is going to a lot of different things. What more is another human? But right now, I'm cool with being single. Definitely. We are surrounded by love. Um, I think that's something that we really should keep at the forefront of our mind. Because it's like, what are we chasing when we're trying to be in a relationship? Yeah, I think a lot of what people want is what they see on the social. When they see the vacations or these posts about, you know, these YouTube couples, whatever. But it's all just a highlight reel. And then when something happens in these relationships, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, fuck him, fuck her. So, you know, no relationship is perfect. And I think especially when we're younger, we want that. That's what we want. We want to put it on the socials that, oh, you know, we've reached a year and we went to wherever together and, you know, we're building our lives together. But the reality is, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Totally. I feel like everyone's trying to chase that fairy tale. And it's just not the case. I think you touch on a perfect point where it's like we're trying to achieve something or to prove something to others that we can make it to a year, make it to two years. You know, we can have someone that can love us and Honestly, I've done it and I'm gonna live my life. Like, (laughs) I think the best thing for me is to not post any of that on socials because it can just attract so much unwanted attention. You're no longer focusing on your life. You're focusing on what other people think and their perceptions. And that can always get so ugly. So dating in your 20s is no joke. We really just got to ride the wave figure out what's good for us, what's not good for us, and just apply it to how we proceed in life. I think it's just best for us to focus on when we do meet that certain person to be mindful of the now and then to also never forget the love that we already have in our lives for our present relationships, for ourselves. It all starts with ourselves first. We can't love other people if we don't know how to love ourselves first. And to not stress over chasing something because eventually we'll attract what's meant for us. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your support. If you'd like to connect with us more, follow us on the gram at 20 and some change. 